You know, I don't know what possessed the man or woman. Well, first off, I don't want to assume anybody's gender, of course, but I, I don't know what possessed the man or woman who looked at leggings and then thought, you know what? We really need to take this a step further, and we need to make these leggings skin color. You ever see anybody with skin-colored leggings? It universally, 100% of the time, mm -hmm. freaks me out. And it's funny because I don't know what I'm more freaked out over. Looking at it and thinking, holy shit, this person is naked? Or, holy shit, I've never seen that much cottage cheese on somebody's ass. The universe has many horrors yet to throw at us. This is not the end of our struggle. This is just the beginning of our crusade to save humanity. In the grim darkness of the 41st millennium, there is only war, there is only dice and pipes. Welcome to Dyson Pipes. The intro to this episode will lead us into a very interesting toast. Ooh. But first, I want to welcome everybody. Um, Hi, everyone. That is Brian. I am Chris. We're here drinking and smoking on the Dyson Pipe Show. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and of course, Reddit, which we gave a nice little shout out to on the D&D episode. Um, but not here. Fuck you. You know what's a big fuck you to, to Reddit? And there's subreddits for D&D. &D. And I'm not so sure about Warhammer, but D&D, &D, because you cannot, for some bizarre reason, and maybe I'm in the wrong because I have not read the rules, but for some reason you cannot post pictures. And to that, I say a big fuck you to Reddit and your douchey, anti-picture-sharing subreddit of D&D. &D. You, you can post pictures. People do. It's just every time I do it, it gets kicked out. Oh, so this is your fault. This is your fault we can't attract any followers from the D&D &D subreddit on Reddit. To right. be fair, mm -hmm. I have a gut feeling a lot of yes, D&D &D hardcore may not like us that much. No. Why would you say that? <laughs> um, Listen, I'm, I'm a firm believer that there are more people out there than you or, or I would like to believe that are from our era of playing the game that would appreciate a good dick joke here and there, you know? Would appreciate sitting down and drinking some crazy fucking whiskey or variation thereof, like good old screwball. Screwball. And enjoying a good pipe. Or a jewel stick in your case, which is now banned. You can't get your hands on them. And you're stuck with fucking mango. Um, again, this is Dyson Pipes. The intro really has me fucked up because I'm I'm picturing I have these horrible images in my head now, and it's scaring me. Like I don't know when we're done here if I'm going to be able to go home and go to sleep. Oh, that's how terrifying it is. Now, as a child, there were a few things that scared me. Right, I remember being a kid, very young, when the Michael Jackson Thriller video came out, and I was terrified. Every night before I went to sleep, I would look both under my bed and in the closet to make sure that there were no werewolves. Now, I know you're perfectly comfortable with werewolves because you've dated them in the past. Yes. I was terrified. I also remember as a child watching Halloween 
and the idea of Michael Myers just slow walking. It didn't matter how fast you ran, where you hid, he always walked like a fucking boss and stabbed the shit out of you. There was no getting away from Michael no. Myers. No, there wasn't. Terrified me. You know what terrified me? Mm-hmm. In 2013 or 14, maybe, okay. the fiscal cliff terrified me. Yeah? I still, to this day, have no idea what it was. If we went off it, I have no idea. All I knew is the cliffs are scary, and we were barreling towards it. What about Y2K? That must have been like your first real terror then. No, Y2K I was looking forward to because I was looking forward to living out like a zombie apocalypse fantasy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I can appreciate that. All right, so then not so scary for you. But fiscal cliff, Scared that's where you, you draw the line. Well, because that's when I was making money. I had a bank account. I had investments. Okay. You know, I had a portfolio, as the kids say. All right. Did you pull all of your money out of the bank? No, because I don't know what a fiscal cliff is, Chris. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I don't know what it is. But what did your financial advisor say? What? You know, at Charles Schwab. No, I just... I. Barry is making me nervous. He just walks around with reckless abandon. <laughs> That's really what he does. The guy is a fucking joke. I don't know how weeks ago I defended this guy. By the way... I just have to point out for the listeners, I really enjoy the new format of not giving a fuck to record, and then we record at the last minute to try to like piecemeal everything <laughs> together. It really just puts us on the spot. I think I think better content comes out because of that. I, I that's questionable, but I think uh, we could be more current. We can be more current, yes. like the fiscal cliff. It's coming. It's still coming. Well, you thought 2013 and 14. It's actually 23 and 24. So it's Barry! it's right around the corner. I need gold. <laughs> that is a safe investment. That's what I hear. Of course. The Birch Gold Group. I hear a lot yes. about them. Got to put your money into Birch Gold. I had to diversify. I don't even know what diversify means. Um, yeah, me neither. I don't know what I'm doing. That's why I'm so scared. You know how you make everything right as rain? You go to the store. Or you go to Amazon. <coughs> and you buy yourself flesh-colored leggings why are we still talking about this i'm terrified i cannot close my eyes whether at night or during the day every time i blink it leaves a fucking image that's been burned into my retina and all i can see is some 480 pound monster five foot nothing monster who for some odd reason looked at itself in the mirror while wearing flesh-colored leggings thinking i look Hot. It's like a beholder with sneakers. <laughs> Just a pustule of eyes. And the floating worst around. part about it is when you have somebody <laughs> of, of that, that stature, when that becomes the only pants that they own in their wardrobe and they wash it constantly, it starts to wear out the fibers. And what really happens is now your flesh colored leggings become transparent leggings. Here's what we should do mm-hmm. to those people. Who are wearing those flesh-colored leggings. We should run them down with a car. So that way when they wake up in the morning, they have wheelchair-colored leggings. (laughs) And they'll always have a pair of brandy new sneakers. (laughs) Oh, wow. Wow. (laughs) What is the color?
color of wheelchair. <laughs> is that like steel and black? Sad. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, but the problem is you can't run them down because being that they're in <laughs> leggings, they're not, they're not constricted by any sort of pant material. They will outrun a vehicle. Why would you? No, let I hit that, the cough button. No, let That's that flow. That's how bad I'm coughing. Let it go. Let it go. Everybody knows that you're sick. But I ain't tell them yet. I'm going to assume that people listen to the D&D. They're real sick fucks if they listen to us for a, a cumulative amount of time. A uh, a total of four. Mm-hmm. F- fr- yes. Five hours. You see, here on Dyson Pipes, particularly the Warhammer edition, Brian just finds himself in a drink-to-roll scenario where you a have what? to roll a drink-to-roll. <laughs> oh, shit. A fucking roll-to-drink, but you fucked up first, so I'm setting the rules, um, which we do every week here on Dyson Pipes Warhammer edition, where you have to roll four dice with a DN of seven. Okay, four dice. Go ahead. You go first. Fuck As me. always. Yeah. Why would you even say that? Oh, no. <laughs> What did you just do? Well, I got no successes. Okay. And I got a one on my wrath dice. And I have no successes, and I have a one on my wrath dice. So do we cancel each other out? This no. is a this is a double uh, goblet double. situation. Oh, so this is what they call the double entendre. Yes. You know what? I'm going to go for this screwball. Excuse me. Yes, yes. Excellent, excellent. Now, do we each have to make a proclamation? Well, you're you're the proclamation guy, so all right, y- you have to make the procl- the proclamation, and I will cheer you. What the proclamation? Oh, this is getting fucking weird. Dude, this is gonna be bad. <laughs> How is that even possible, dude? I actually have six successes, oh, you but I fail. It. Yeah, you fail. All right. Uh, so, no, so I have to drink this. Hold on, let me let me resolve this. First. Yeah, resolve that one. I have the Sam's Chalice of Fumbles. You have Jaeger's Chalice of Fumbles. Uh, so I'll do the first half. You can do the second half. What's the second half? Whatever you want it to be. Okay. I know the, the first half for me is always the same. Yes. Two kinsmen and syphilis. <laughs> It does not taste good with the tobacco. Oh, God. Ah, God. Darren. Matcha. Wow. So we fucked up early. We've been uh, drinking (laughs) screwball. Uh, What's actually in your glass? Uh, Buchanan's. And, uh, 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 Peter Stokeby's English Oriental Supreme. I'm fucking... You're right there. I'm sweating. We're going to talk about why you're sweating in a minute. I, if you listen to d and I am <clears throat> carrying over from that episode. Little Johnny Walker Black. Uh, that shot of fucking... I almost called it potato. <laughs> That's how fucked up my head is right now. <laughs> These fucking potato shots Goddamn are fucking potato shots. Peanut butter. <laughs> Peanut butter liqueur. <laughs> That's almost worse than Hennessy White. Why wow, you really do not like this? Screwball. I cannot. But you loved it at our private tasting. The private oh, tasting. Oh, were you just kind of like? I think I was. I was playing it up. I was. I was. You know, a little drunk by the ambiance. Yeah, I was. I was yeah. taken aback. 
It was very nice. A little pomp and circumstance, right? Yeah. It was nice. You know what? Actually, no. Check that. I do like that. I think I like it chilled. If that came right out of the freezer, that would be pretty good. Okay. That would be pretty good. We'll try that. I just hate it while smoking a pipe. Yeah. Oh, that is not pipe tobacco. No, because I still have the taste of this delicious English in my mouth. And once again, dude, the, the, that, that, as soon as that screwball touched my tongue, I have zero desire to grab that pipe. Now. Who is it? Ewan McGregor? What? You said you have the delicious taste of an English. <laughs> is it Ewan McGregor? I always find him to be Ewan? A f- Ewan. Oh, he's Irish. Ian. No, there's Ian, and then there's Ewan McGregor. Different actor. Right. Excuse us. We're gonna no, back. No, 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 I believe you. You're, fucking, I, you're, you're giving me the side eye. Excuse I me. Pardon me. Believe you. You win. McGregor. Hmm. This mm. is. <laughs> this is you and McGregor. He's not a real. Who is that? What are you talking about? You never seen the movie The Island? No. He was Have you ever seen that. the movie The Peninsula? <laughs> what are you fucking talking about? Dick. The Island. His kid, Jamian McGregor. What? Jamian? Yeah. Jamian. He was in train spotting. He was in Moulin Rouge. <laughs> Listen, if. Oh, she- dude, hold on. First of all, first of all, if Steven Seagal isn't in it, I haven't seen it. Was Steven Seagal in Star Wars? He was in Star Wars. That's fucking Obi Wan. I have the high ground! That's Obi Wan. Obi Wan never said that. What are you talking about when he fucking. Well, they said people no, easily fade <laughs> off, but they said he'd come back in greater numbers. Oy vey. Let me put my sins in this bantha. So that's why Luke sliced them open. Yes. Now I'm starting to see it's all coming together. Luke's a rabbi. He is. He is. He's a spiritual leader. Yes. You know, he just brings us all closer together. Anyway, I, again, I've got the uh, Johnny Walker Black. (coughs) I'm smoking my Savinelli Onda. Oh. And I just cracked open a tin. Oh. Um, This is my first aged tin that I bought ah. the This is nine months old, so nothing crazy. Nine months old. When you tinned that, yes. somebody became pregnant. As you smoke it, that person is born. Well, Fucking put that in your pipe and smoke it. Unless you went to Planned Parenthood. Okay. I'm just fucking trying to fucking do a thing. I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, okay. You never know. And you, and you threw it. In nine months, they could have gone to Planned Parenthood three times. Okay. No, for, for family planning, what the fuck is wrong with you? They probably have a beautiful child right now. Okay. Excuse me. Okay, I got it. What's, what's next on the hit parader? Well, this was uh, Newminster number 400. And as our first age tobacco. I never saw 399. I, I never saw one through 399. But whatever, they go right to 400. It is delicious. It's a little sweeter than I remember smoking this. When I had first gotten it, and I tried to flake, so we'll continue to age it. I think I have six more of these stored up in fucking in jars. Didn't you just tell me you were out of tobacco? I'm out of opened tobacco. So remain but like you- tobacco that's remained open was the Colt Blood Red Moon, which I just uh, gave to you. Um, the Creme Brulee, which I cannot. No, I can't do that either. That's I, as a matter much. of fact, I might throw it in the garbage. Unless there is a listener out there that is interested in creme brulee, 
If you want creme brulee, email us. Slightly tainted by my ball bag. Why would your ball bag end up in my mason jar? It is a ball it's, jar, it's, actually. It's now that theater, we think about this, it's theater of the mind. So, if let me paint the picture. Yes, like Bob Ross. Sit back and listen, if you would. Beat the devil out of it. Just beat the devil. There are no accidents. Just happy mistakes. I take no. Yeah, there are no mistakes. Just no. happy accidents. There are no accidents. Just happy mistakes. All the mistakes are happy. Okay. You know, just like with great power comes amazing responsibility. <laughs> Which is why this spider was trying to attack me on the D&D side. Um, Optimum has pink trucks now. That's yes. weird. Anyway, um, what the fuck was I saying? Okay. What I like to do is jar my tobacco in the wide-mouthed tobacco jars. But before I seal them to crack open months from now, maybe years, we make sure that every jar gets its seal of approval from Brian. And he approves it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. by taking the jar into the bathroom. Yes. Pulling his pants down. Yes. And dipping his balls in it. Yes. So, yeah. if you're interested in getting this jar of tobacco, we'll even give you the jar, yes? Yeah, fuck yeah, I'll yeah. mail the, I'll mail the, door, the jar. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, now you look. Oh. I'm going to fail it anyway. That's too far. I can't get that. Excuse me. Oof. All right. So how... how? Oh, Jesus Christ. It's getting ugly over here. <laughs> getting a little ugly. How are we going to get people to get in touch with us? To All get right. This so they're going to go to... Uh, they're going to email us. Because now, wait a minute. I should say, if you're actually serious about giving this away... Yeah, yeah. I'll give it away. I'll mail it to them. Officially, no... Uh, I'm not going to mail the jar, though. I, I can't. Why? You don't think I should... You want me to put glass? What if it breaks and then it's fucking tobacco mixed with glass? I've seen that YouTube video, One Guy, One Jar. He sits on it and... Yeah, does his thing. Uh, officially... I heard he has great lines. Because now I'm afraid that my sick brain, someone's going to get this tobacco and then claim they were sick and then refer to this podcast saying that my balls went into it and now they were poisoned. Oh, yeah. So what? We have to... Disclaimer... Yes, no balls. <laughs> Brian cleans his balls. <laughs> All right, just so everybody knows, Brian's balls, very clean. Depending on the day. Okay. Well, this was done on a clean day. I cl- on a clean day. Yes, yes. on a cl- 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 uh, clean day. Uh, okay. Yep, gotcha. I see we're being fucking pricks today. Oh, now we have to be very petty, especially after last week, you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, we rolled like 12 times. Nope. Why do I even try? Why even look? Just roll. If you see some one die that's other than a six, yeah, just drink. Um, <clears throat> all right, in, all, so, in all seriousness, I have maybe an ounce left. If you want to try molto, no, it's not molto dolce. It's no, it's, uh, it's creme brulee. If you want to try creme brulee, is which it, is an aromatic, who just, makes it? Was it Sutliff? It might be Sutliff. It man. might be. I'll look it up as I'm talking. But if you want about an ounce, I might have an ounce and a half. Um, I'll bag it up. I'll mail it to you. All you have to do is shoot an email to uh, dice and pipes at gmail.com. No ampersand because no, nobody knows how to spell ampersand. It's impossible. It's it's just one of those words. Dice A N D yes. pipes at Gmail and say, hey, you fuckers. Yeah. I want some creme brulee. Nailed it. Creme. How do you C R E M E with a little bloop on the top of the E? Sutliff. It, it's not bad. My thing with it, it's, it's terrible. It's super fucking wet. Yeah, it's <laughs> not bad. It's just 
fucking terrible. <laughs> um, no, it's it's actually not that bad. You know it's, what? To, I, I want to sweeten the pot. Oh, I'm gonna sweeten the pot. Uh, if you do this, uh, not only will you get the tobacco, you will get a handwritten note from me. Oh, really? With an undisclosed message, and possibly a picture. Maybe I'll draw you a map for your campaign. Who knows what I'll add? I'm gonna add something. I will now add to that. I will I will trump what you're saying and say if you not only send an email requesting the creme brulee, Brian will send you a handwritten something. I will send you the creme brulee. But if also you leave a five on the apple. A five on the apple. With a review trashing us. <laughs> give us five stars, but then talk shit about us. I will mail you a tin out of my collection. Oh. A sealed tin. Yep. Of random... A random one. I'll pick something out of my stash. Okay. I have like 30 pounds, so I'll, I'll find something, and I'll mail it out to you. All right. Fair enough. There you go. Our first giveaway. First giveaway. Spontaneous. Pff, off the cuff. Off the cuff. Excuse me. I need a fully stoked bowl. Oh. Because what I'm about to share through my toast... Uh-oh. I'm glad I'm sitting down. Everyone sit down. I'm hoping that... I don't give a fuck if you're performing heart surgery. Sit your smart ass down. Do you know how proud I would be... Let him die on the table. <laughs> Do you know how proud I would be if somebody is performing robotic heart surgery and they have their air buds or whatever the fuck you call them in their ears and they're listening to us let's talk babble? <laughs> Here they are, some like amazing... They're, they're, they, they study their hands, the soothing sounds of Brian and Chris in the Dyson Pipes radio program. Here, if you're, are you performing heart surgery right now? Mm-hmm. If I could turn back time, a doodly dee, <laughs> if I could find a way, a ba ba blue, if I could turn back time. <laughs> that was good with the skip and all. Well, my toast today, everybody out there, I want you to raise your glass. Everyone. If, if you're performing surgery, you can raise a pint of the blood of the person that you're, <laughs> you're performing surgery on. Here's to Walmart. Oh. I have a problem with Walmart. They do offer some amazing deals. I'm not going to lie. You go in there, they have great deals. They roll back quite a bit of shit. They roll back a fucking ton of shit, and they have that cute little smiley face guy that's always just hitting the fucking placards. Numbers are falling. Prices are getting lower. They're probably the one physical store that you can go to that rivals the prices of Amazon, right? I would say so. They're uh, a, okay, a that checks out. Gigantic company, huge buying power, <sighs> but only if you made your store a little more classy. <laughs> now, I don't know what it is about Walmart. I don't know what inside of Walmart attracts just the like the lowest of low from society. It is like a flame. And these mutants are the moths. And I cannot, for the life of me, I've done extensive research. As a matter of fact, I based my thesis in college on this. Oh, shit. Yes, it was It was quite the essay. Are you pulling yourself in for... I'm getting buckled in. You're, you're getting comfy. Why is it that... <laughs> I'm convinced... Flesh-colored leggings were invented exclusively for those who shop at Walmart. 
so much so that I can honestly, with a straight face, say that I have only seen people outside of watching on YouTube, which even on YouTube, it's only been inside of a Walmart. I can only say, or I could say that I've only seen people wearing flesh-colored leggings in a Walmart. Never seen them outside of a Walmart. Why is it that in Walmart, people feel that it's okay? Just fuck the leggings. I'm just not even going to wear pants. <laughs> no pants. Pants are optional in, in Walmart. You know? I think because Walmart is the type of environment where anything goes. Anything goes. Anything goes. Okay. Um, I would say that's also true in Reno, where prostitution is still legal. Anything it is, goes it there. It is the biggest little city. I don't know if any of the hookers in there, though, are wearing flesh-colored... Well, I'm sure if you pay them, they'll wear whatever the fuck you want. But there is just something specifically about Walmart. Why Walmart? Why not Target? Well, because things at Target cost five ninety nine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Things at Walmart, five ninety eight. Where are you going? I'm going to fucking Walmart. <laughs> I just, every time you stop to look at Barry and the fucking disgust on your face. Did you see him the way that he just walked by, though? Like, he just walks by and just kind of, meh, half a glance. No, okay. Oh, good. You're finally on the toast. Okay, good. Good. Thanks. Like, all, all that's really required, because we, we've, we've established mm-hmm. that he is horrible at running the board. All that's really required is for him to take notes as to what times things happen. Right. And I know he's doing it because he always meanders his way around at topic change. No, so he's I, good for I that. know he's doing it, but why the attitude? Yeah, I don't know. But maybe I do know. Maybe it's because uh, uh, look, the guy listens, and he heard you just ripping on him in the early episode. So I just think he's checked out. I'm starting to think maybe we should find a new producer. Yes. All right, we, we can get to that. Let's get back to Walmart. I think the selection in Walmart really doesn't vary that much from Target. No, it doesn't vary at all. And and the pricing really is not that far off. No. But th- there is something about just Walmart in general. Well, it doesn't matter where you are in the country. Dude, we live in an area where there is a Target and a Walmart. And I swear, you go into the Target and people are normal yes. to a degree. They're normal unless you follow their bathroom policy. And then you have Walmart, which, dude, it's like it just dredges the bottom of the barrel and sucks it into the <coughs> store like it's a black hole. Have you ever heard of the the phrase, show me your friends and I'll show you who you are? Yes. Or perhaps birds of a feather flock together. Can you break down what that means? I'm going to right now. Oh, okay. Good, good, good. See, the thing is, the stores are not categorically different. But here's the thing. Let's say you're throwing a party. Okay. And the party is an open invite to your neighbor's. And everyone in front of your house is wearing a tuxedo. And there is very deep and rich classical music bellowing from your home. Uh, there's a fountain, perhaps. An ice sculpture. Uh, you may have a valet service in the driveway. Uh, yes. There's butlers walking with white gloves with hors d'oeuvres. On top of them. A whore's divorce. Whore's divorce. Please. 
Now your neighbors, mm-hmm. those with a more refined sense who realize that this is an open invite party, right? and they happen to have a tux available, those are the ones who are going to show up. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll have the pigs in the blanket. Thank you. Okay. Yes, continue on. Yes. Uh, a mimosa, please? Thank you. They are the ones who will show up to this party and really take part in an enriching conversation about geopolitical issues facing mm. the country today. Yes. Now, alternate universe. You have this party, and you're blasting some kind of fucking punk rock, and there's a bunch of guys with tattoos and sleeveless leather jackets, uh, uh, lots of cigars or cigarettes, pipes perhaps. Uh, you're doing keg stands in the front lawn. There's some fat broad with a tank top giving out jello shots. Mm-hmm. Your neighbors who fit in better with that are probably the ones who are going to show up. The tuxedo guy is going to probably pass on this one. Okay. Uh, because he doesn't care about DVDA so much. Um, he doesn't care about what? DVDA. DVDA. Yeah. Double vaginal, double adal. <laughs> so this is a BDSM party. Whatever. Okay. So now we have Walmart and Target. Two stores that are similar, like two houses that are similar. Who's the tux? Who's the Who do you punk? think? Of those two, who's the tux? Walmart. Okay. <laughs> right. So you have two stores that are the same. Mm-hmm. The, the, the Cretans don't make their way to Target. Why? Well, because the floors are mopped. Ah. The shelves are stocked. There's some modicum of decency involved. But isn't it human nature to go to the better store to get the better stuff? Better is in the eye of the beholder. Better beholder. Or BB, as I call it. Oh, okay. Okay, now I follow. I so follow. now if you're wearing your, if, you, if, if, mm-hmm. if, if you're the soccer if, mom and right. you have your whole family, you have your little cardigan tied around your shoulders. Right. Are you going to soil those amazing New Balance tennis shoes on the dirty, vile floors oh, I see what you're of Walmart? So you think this is a class thing? Yes. Ingrained. In the psyche. So when it comes to like retail department stores, we're living in a caste system. Yes. Let me tell you a story. Our friends from Bangladesh would appreciate this. Correct. Okay. They know what we're talking about. Yes. It's like a Singh versus a Rupnarine. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I go to Target all the time. I shop without issue. Okay. You know what happened to me the last time I went to Walmart? Um, you, you got into a dispute with somebody. I shit my pants. <laughs> In the parking lot. Hold, hold on, hold on. Let, let's 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 back this up. Hold on. Excuse me. Oh, oh, don't say anything. Hold on. Well, I, I got to tamp this down. Hold on. Let me let me like this because. Okay. Um, what the fuck did you just say? I shit myself in At the Walmart. parking lot of Walmart. Honestly, like duty. Came from your your butthole. No, you're using the you're using the wrong verbs. It erupted out of my sphincter, like an upside down fudgy volcano. Out of the blue, 
out of nowhere. I was like, oh, man, my stomach kind of hurts. So you thought, let me squeeze out a fart. And no. Nope. I'm walking through the parking lot. And also I'm like, oh, oh, boy. Oh, boy. And I start doing the asshole, <laughs> doing the asshole shuffle up to the door. I get maybe 10 yards from the door. Mm-hmm. And, dude, it just rifles through my body. And one of the savages that shops at Walmart has the fucking audacity to turn and look at me sideways. Well, and you, she's just looking at me like, ah, because she could smell it. And I look at her. You know what I say to her? It's I just sh- shit, lady. <laughs> I turn around and do the cake walk back to my car. I put a piece of cardboard on my chair and I drove home, stripped naked in my driveway like a fucking child, threw my clothes in the garbage and went inside and took the longest, hottest shower while I contemplated life. Why did all this happen? Walmart. Now, to be fair, you're looking at me all some kind of way. I, I am. Uh, you did not ask me how long ago this was. I, I, it, this could have been last week. This could have been <laughs> 10 years ago. <laughs> that is not the first question that's coming to my mind. Hold on. I'm trying to formulate a thought here, and I'm debating whether or not we should drive to work together anymore. Oh, boy. Um, so I had wh- shit in the car. Oh, no. You had the common decency to shit right at the doors as you were walking in. Yes. Right next to some fine, I'm sure very refined lady. Yeah, wearing fucking pink leggings or flesh-colored leggings. Delicious. Sure, it was so hot. No cottage cheese. Do you remember what you ate that day? Or do you think you just had an allergic reaction to Walmart because it was outside of your comfort area? I think the specter of Bill Wall and Franklin Mart. I think there are ghosts infused into my body and pushed everything out of me. You think they were sending you a message? Yes. They were trying to express to you the true reality of Walmart. What like Z- like Zool a- and Gozer. You were the gatekeeper. Yes. You just needed to meet the and, key master. And that might be... Hmm. This is interesting. So you think Walmart Walmart what? has it Walmart? Walmart. That goddamn Walmart. Walmart. As always, uh four dice with a difficulty of seven. Why why do you say it like a question? We do this Sorry. all the time. Sorry. So, going into Walmart had the same effect on you as going to a Tool concert. Yes, almost. Just took it to that, the, the, the level. Walmart has more power than Tool. Now I'm starting to understand. So you think people who go to Walmart are Tool fans. That's what you're saying. So you want to disparage the good goddamn name of Tool fans. Listen, if the shoe fits. Wow. Here's what I'm saying. What I'm saying, saying that I am a guy... Yes. Who named myself Damien Dawn in yes. leather pants mm-hmm. and half a ringmail shirt right. just in the front. Yes. Uh, who was in a typo negative cover band that never actually owned an instrument or oh. played for that matter. Okay. And yeah. a white Acura legend with mm-hmm. flaming eyeballs all over it okay. who pissed myself a few months ago uh, laying in bed while I was sleeping and now have shit myself in Walmart. That's what I'm fucking saying. Dated a werewolf. I, and, I, and I dated a werewolf. Blind date with Becky. And I dated. I had a blind date with a Mack truck. Yep. That's what I'm saying. I am 
I'm the Walmart customer. So that you despise. Walmart was designed for you. Yeah. You are Pottery Barn. I am Walmart. I am Pottery Barn. I'm so sorry. No, don't be sorry. No, I apologize for it. It's all right. You're better. I apologize. You just brought the show to the whole... I demand reparations. I'll give you one of my dining room chairs. Thank you. There you go. You can take one of them. Well, on that note, Walmart. Such a fucking place of debauchery. It is. Hey. Anyway. Nothing in this world brings me more joy than to meander, as you would say, walk around with reckless abandon <laughs> at Walmart at like two in the morning. Dude, I watched a video of some woman. She's in Walmart in like the produce section, and she looks around over her shoulder. She's peeking around, peeking around. She ate the grapes. She pulls her pants down and she shits on the floor. That's what happened to me. That's what I'm saying. Well, I, she had the common decency to shit outside of her pants. You, on the other hand. Outside the pants, inside the store. <laughs> I was inside the pants, outside the store. So, you know, All six right. of one, half a dozen of the other. There you go. There you go. So, yep, she shit on the floor and then just got up and walked away. Totally cool. Totally cool. Yep. That's what happens in Walmart. Dude, it's fucking weird. Another video, some little kid is watching like his mom get into a fist fight with like some other old lady. Like, why? What what is so bad that you need to get into a fist fight <coughs> over at Walmart? Like, what are you in like the toy section? She might have caught her sampling the grapes. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe she was beating up the woman who shit on the floor. That's true. That could be it. Maybe she found her. It's fucked her up. All linked together. I think so. I think you're onto something. I think he's. I think Barry might be trying to cut my brake lines because he just keeps hanging around my car. Yeah, he's up to something. He looks very distrusting today. Well, I'm going to tell you during the gameplay, we're going to look into it. Yeah. And today we we have some great gameplay. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of fun going on. Are we changing gears? Changing gears out of this. Yeah, we're segueing out of uh, Walmart. I'm I'm depressed now. <laughs> Sorry. All I can think about now is on my ride home, not shitting myself. That's it. I don't know why. Like, now I have a fear of, like, l- letting loose some poop in my pants. <laughs> it's, it's now embedded in, like, the back of my head. Like, am I going to shit myself? Well, better it to be embedded in the back of your head than embedded in the back of your pants. Words of wisdom. You were, like, Confucius. You know, <laughs> before we go to the gameplay, Confucius did once say. Oh, there is one other thing that I have to mention, too, after you're done with this. I'm sorry. Uh, go ahead. A man will stand on a cliff with mouth open for a long time waiting for a roast duck to fall in. He also said, a man who chases his dreams spends his whole life asleep. Can we dissect those two? I think he also said, a man who farts in church sits in his own pew. But let's dissect the first two. Okay. The second one is actually really deep and cool. I like it. Right? Man who chases his dreams wastes his life asleep. Something to that effect. I'm drinking. The first one makes no fucking sense. Why does Confucius bring up a roast duck? The point is, a roast duck will never fall from the sky. I get that, but why a roast? Any food, why not something more sensible? The point is, if you're standing there waiting for something to happen, it will never happen. You have to go out and make it happen. What if the man had just hunted, he spent his entire day out 
He's hungry. He's trying to feed his family. He's out in the fields. He's with his little foxhound. Comes across a duck. Flushes him out of the brush. Shoots him out of the sky. Takes the duck. Brings it home to his wife, who shouldn't be vacuuming. The wife then cleans the duck. Roasts it. He then takes great pride in throwing the duck up in the air and catching it in his mouth. What if Confucius saw him as his head was up, getting ready to catch the... He was just pointing out the obvious. Maybe this is not some deep proverb. Maybe it's not. Maybe the guy was his friend. Maybe the guy was him. Maybe his wife made him a delicious roast duck. Maybe she did. Why roast duck? I don't get it. Was that like a pop... Is that like saying chicken? To like the Chinese back in like the uh, ancient times? Chicken to China. The Chinese chicken. What are you, fushnickens? You have drumstick and your brain starts clicking. Chicken to China, the Chinese chicken. You have drumstick and your brain starts clicking. Can I just say that I am very happy today to look over to my right, your left, Brian, and sitting on top of the garbage can is your crack letter. Yes. Done. It's done. Never have to see you use a crack But lighter. I have a tobacco order that will be here today with a new, freshly packaged Zippo lighter. Yes. Oh, we didn't even talk about that. Real quick, you're getting tobacco. I'm getting tobacco. We'll talk about it next week. Okay. On to the gameplay. On to the gameplay. Yeah. Ah, the following gameplay is brought to you by Paladin Coffee. Enjoy a delicious cup of amazing coffee and get you through your day. Find them at paladincoffee.com. Warning. The following gameplay includes scenes of extreme violence and gore. Listener discretion is advised. Right through the roof. Right out the roof. Uh, and I, somehow you are learning while like being held almost like a cat. Like when you pick a cat up by the scruff of its neck. Yeah, yeah. Like you're just kind of sitting there like this as it's, he's flying. Whether it's the, the propulsion, the, the shifting and shimmying, you get this distinct, the distinct feeling that he does not know how to control this thing. He knows how to go. Oh, uh, come on. And he is just, woo! <laughs> as, he's, uh, as he's just flying through the air. And after some distance, you see that you're rapidly approaching the ground uh, for a landing. And I'm like, slow down, slow down, slow down. What? And he, like, barrel rolls almost. He ends up letting you go. You crash into the ground, uh, taking one shock, uh, and he just slams into the ground uh, and does like a bunch of cartwheels and flips, and the thing starts sputtering and stammering the rocket pack uh, until he finally slides to a rest. Like he builds up this mound of dirt in front of him as he just grinds across the ground, and after laying motionless for several seconds, he just kind of gets up and dusts himself off. Man, it's been a long time. <laughs> that was some ride. You are probably uh, it's it's afternoon. 
late afternoon, and you are probably maybe a quarter of a kilometer or so Holy shit. away. All right, so I think we're a fairly safe distance. Yeah. How far out, um, after speaking with Genevieve before she perished, how far out is, uh, where is Saul's body? He's in some kind of medical facility. You have the location. Um, based on where you are now, you're probably about a four-hour or so walk. Okay. So we can probably reliably get to this medical facility by nightfall. All right, so that's the plan. Okay. So I, I look to Boots and I say, look, I have a, uh, my mission is not done. You're free to accompany me or, you know, we'll part ways here. You mentioned before uh, going off this planet. Mm. You think it can get me out of here? Stay with me and I'll see what I can do. All right. Uh that inquisitor stuff is that bullshit no I show him my um ring of authority oh display a symbol of your authority and use it to firmly establish your position in an interaction with another NPC so that's what I show him uh do you think the inquisition would be happy to see someone like me are you a heretic I don't know what that means. Uh, I, I'm good at fixing things. But without you... Mechanic? Is that what you said? Mechanic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you a mechanic? Yes. Good. A damn good one. The Inquisition always welcomes good mechanics. All right. I guess we're buddies. Uh... Uh, now, I have no delusions that uh, you meatbags may not appreciate seeing me amongst you. Uh, but as long as we're in this sector, you know, they're used to seeing us. I think we'll be fine. But just giving you a heads up, when we leave this area, we may want to be discreet. Well, I have a feeling when we leave this area, we will be going to the sky. Not to a different sector. But that remains to be seen. Let's see where this uh, this next step takes All us. All right. Let's go see your buddy Sales. Right. Uh, we're going to go see uh, the body of Saul? Yes. All right. Uh, so you get to this medical facility. And you meet uh, this tech priest. Uh Uh, the tech priest's name is Cyrus. And he has lots of uh, augmented arms and and uh, appendages. Uh, what, you need more... Uh... No, I had it. Dude, I'm a fucking mess, man. Hold on. No, no, don't put that in. I, it's, it's someplace. Give me two minutes. I like that fucking pen. It reminded me of my childhood. I was going to start sucking on it and get ink in my mouth. That sounded gross. The pen? Oh, oh, we're talking about a pen? Is it in your pocket? Okay. 
So uh, Cyrus leads you down to this uh, this like stasis chamber where they're holding uh, Sol Arbest's body to be preserved. And uh, he, he leads you to the body. He says, I'm, I'm surprised the Inquisition took so long to get here. I'm sorry? I'm surprised the Inquisition took this long to get here. Nobody else has been here? Uh... Genevieve Parker was here, and she said that she was going to notify the Inquisitor of, of, of the findings of this body, but it's been a few days. I'm, I'm surprised by that. Well, I'm here now. Okay. Uh, yeah, of course. No, no disrespect, sir. Uh, please, come with me. All right, so I follow him. So he shows you um, the body. And, uh, he, you know, he does that dramatic... <laughs> And pulls the sheet. Oh, yeah. And you see Saul cut open uh, from an autopsy. Okay. And he said, now, this is this is extremely fascinating. Uh, look at the ligature here. And he starts pointing to some random internal body parts. You see this machinery? It's fused to the flesh. This machinery was not installed I'm sorry when machinery is installed it the the flesh is and 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 the tissue is cauterized to the machinery almost like um like spot welding okay uh the biometrics here it, it goes from organic tissue and becomes machinery uh now I've never seen anything like this even flesh drones they they there is a distinct change in the physical structure between the bio organic material and the machinery uh, I'm not sure what this means also uh, this would be serendipitous because we just got the toxicology reports back from, from Mr. Arbeth's blood uh, and he had high amounts of uh, this drug known as wizard in his system now if you look here at his, his wrists uh, his ankles and near his neck uh, if you see these, these, this bruising of the tissue, uh, this was done prior to him dying. We can tell by uh, the density of, of the bruising. He was bound at some point shortly before dying. And the injection points are not where a typical drug user would inject drugs. That it seems like it's all over his body. I believe, looking at the body, that he was bound and they injected him possibly with this drug so this seems as though he was used as a guinea pig in some sort of experiment exactly and even more fascinating if you look under the microscope and he pulls out this this machine uh, there is no there's no machine spirit present uh, and furthermore there's small nano machines in his blood how can this be well, I believe that he was injected with uh, presumably this wizard, and I believe that inside the wizard is uh, our small nanomachines. It's really quite fascinating. Now, how that translates into what happened to his bio-organic tissue, I don't know. We've, we've conducted inspection rituals on the machine parts, uh, but to no avail. And this is something based on the records that you've reviewed 
has never happened before. I mean, unfortunately, my records are limited, uh, not being on a forge world, but from my experience, this is nothing that I've ever encountered before. I'll make sure to report this back to the Inquisitor. Is there anything else? Hey! Look at that! I look over to Boots. What's that? He's pointing to the body. Look at this thing! And he pulls out this little, uh, this little piece in, like, the shoulder area of, uh, Saul's body. And the tech priest, oh, uh, please, 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 we, we can't, we can't contaminate the body, please. Now, look! Looks like some kind of transmitter. Shit. What, what's, what's protruding from the body, what is it, like it, a... It almost looks like, uh, like a skin tag. Okay. But it's metal. You've seen these before. To boots. Uh... I mean, I, I could tell it's a transmitter. Look, it's got a little antenna on the top. Hey, you got any scissors? I'll cut this son of a bitch off. I say, well, hold the, off. The we'll tech priest, like his arms are like Dr. Octopus. His arms are going crazy. He's like, sir, please, we, we can't we can't have this. How is it, I look at the tech priest, how is it that you've performed an autopsy, you've had days to get this job done, and my orc friend here points it out two minutes after walking in? Oh, I'm sorry. I was busy finding nanomachines. Oh, I'm sorry, but you didn't notice the antenna protruding from his shoulder area. Inquisitor, with, with all due respect, I have been working tirelessly on this body. Please. Number one, I am not the Inquisitor. I'm merely his acolyte. Oh. But I will surely report back to the Inquisitor this oversight of yours. I, I mean, I don't think any of that is necessary. Uh, here, here, I have scissors. Here. Good. Remove that. Remove that transmitter now, please. My God, he's correct. It's still on. Uh, if I may, I can plug it into the cogitator. Please do. So he plugs it in. Uh, and he's like, please just give me a few moments. We need to do some inspection rituals. Uh, and I'll, I'll connect it to the, the machine spirit. And we'll see what, what's inside this transmitter. You have five minutes. <laughs> As the ruddy sands of Mars. <laughs> fall through the hourglass. <laughs> These are the days of our lives. Uh, so after a couple minutes of him go toiling away on the, the cogitator, this is very bizarre. It's, it's, it's a recycling signal, but every time it recycles, it gets smaller. It, it almost looks like a countdown. What's the time between pulses? Every time it gets smaller? Yes. One second. And how many seconds between the pulses? Uh, give me a second. Let me... We don't have that kind of time. Me... You, are, you are a tech priest. Uh, let me... Let me... Let me pull out my calculator and find out. In... 50 hours, it will hit... Zero. Uh, I, I don't want to cause any more trouble. What is it, Boots? Uh, this signal is receiving, not sending. It's a one-way signal. Uh, now, I'm not quite sure with all this fancy science shit, uh, but nothing is coming out of this transmitter. 
So you think at 50 hour mark, there's going to be a message that's sent to this transmitter? I have no idea. So I look back at the tech priest. Is there any way to determine what's being sent to this transmitter? Or is it merely operating currently as like a beacon? That I don't know. Um, would you would you happen to have uh, any wizard that has no blood in it? I sure do. May I? Yeah, I hand it a vial. So uh, he puts it through this uh, this machine. Now, fascinating. The nano machines weren't inside Saul; they're inside the wizard. So what exactly do we believe the nanomachines are doing within the bloodstream? I don't know. Uh, so do, do we think that the mechanics that were installed in Saul were placed there and then the nanomachines within the wizard affected them? I can say unequivocally that the machinery was not put in Saul. So we think that this machinery, as a hypothesis, we think the machinery was constructed from the inside out due to this, due to like the nanotechnology that we see within the wizard. Possibly. That's a, that's a pretty solid theory. I mean, I would need to run tests, but that, that seems what it looks like. And this, wherever this signal is originating from is communicating with the nanomachines. Can we narrow down where that signal is coming from? The tech priest is going to have to roll a tech test to find out. Mm. And... He can... What are the coordinates? He uh, he grabs an auto quill and he scratches in the coordinates of uh, the location of where he believes roughly this signal is coming from, and it's uh, it's not in a populated sector; it's out in the wastes somewhere. I right, upload that to my data sleep. Y yes, sir. Right away. All right, I take photos of everything. Okay. Do we think that these nanomachines operate in a way that they can receive a signal, maybe on a larger scale? Check that. Do the, do the nanomachines in the wizard appear to be dormant and then become activated through some sort of signal? Uh, from for, here, for now, I can't tell. Uh, the nanomachines are not, not active. Uh, they're just not doing anything. They, like, they're almost on like a standby. Uh, is your question, is this signal being sent out across all the nanomachines? No, I'm wondering, do the nanomachines within the wizard, do they seem as though they're in some sort of suspended animation? Yes. I think when this signal reaches zero, it's going to send out a signal that activates these nanomachines. And... I think you're right. I think when these nanomachines are activated, they're going to create this. And he points to Saul's body. 
So then how was he created? And why is it that he has a transmitter? I don't know. Uh, you have a, do you I have do a, know his, his cause of death was overdose from the wizard. Was overdose. Do you have a vial of untainted blood that you can introduce the wizard into? He, uh, he looks at Boots. Okay. I look at Boots. And Boots is kind of like, like I picture him like tweeting. And he kind of looks up and he's looking around like, what, what? I'm sorry, what? What are we doing? We need a vial of your blood. Oh, all right. And he takes one of the like the little teeth of his chopper and just slices his arm. There you go. Not like that. Okay. Uh, so the tech priest, you know, he, he grabs boots and he, uh, he sits him down, extracts a vial of blood. And you want to combine the wizard and the blood? Yeah. Uh, so as if you were to watch... Uh, the wizard goes into the blood. There's some kind of chemical reaction, probably what causes the high. And then the uh, the nano machines cling to the blood cells that are left, and just remain there, just as they were suspended in the wizard. Do we know of a way that could reverse the effects to break free these nano machines from the blood cells? I would have to conduct experiments. As of now, no. Okay, what if I'm able to provide you a sample of blood that could potentially... Oh, well, he already has it. Disregard that. We'll work on that, and I'll work on this transmitter. Okay. Are there any other findings that I need to uh, report back to the Inquisitor? I think that's everything. Okay. Do I know Genevieve's whereabouts after she after she came here and investigated Saul's <coughs> body? No. Because it was after she had come here to see Saul. We she spoke. Went, she went and picked you up. Right. We spoke. And then where did she go? Before Just tracking down, tracking down leads. Okay. All right. Well, I look at the tech priest. I have your contact info. Should I need anything, I'll be in touch. Okay. Um. Maybe. Uh. Maybe when you talk to the Inquisitor, you can you can let him know all, all the things that we've discovered. Not that I missed. Transmit. Work on some sort of resolution for the nano machines and how they interact with the blood and how we can separate the two and I'll make sure to put in a good word with you uh, with the uh, with the Inquisitor on your behalf well we we may not have to separate anything if, if we can stop that signal from going out then these things should theoretically lie dormant well that's fine but who's to say that another signal isn't reproduced down the road I see um, and there's no there's no saying how long it takes for the body to flush out you know, to replenish the blood. I mean, who's to say that once these nanomachines are injected or introduced to the bloodstream, they could be there permanently. We don't know if they get flushed out naturally through the human process. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll let you know. We have a little less than two days, so... Um, here's, uh, here's some coordinates. It's on the other side of the sector. Uh, 
he used to be part of the military. Um, he lost his legs in a, in a skirmish, but he has uh, he has a vehicle in the basement of his uh, stack that he'll probably let you use. Is he close to here? Uh, he's about a half day walk. And who is this? Uh, his name is Jackson Forsyth. Sergeant Jackson Forsyth. How far from this location is the uh, are the coordinates for the transmitter? About ten kilometers. All right, so with a vehicle we can make it there in short order. Short order, yeah. Cyrus, we appreciate your help. Absolutely, anything for the Inquisition. Okay. Give me an awareness test. Difficulty five. All right, I will spend a point of wrath to reward failures. I have three icons right now. Okay. Alright, I pass and I can shift one. As you're leaving, uh, you were leaving, correct? Yes. Okay. As you emerge from this building, you get this overwhelming feeling that you're being watched. I, I, I look around. Give me investigation. Difficulty two. I pass with an exalted on my wrath. Okay. Uh, so you are confident there's no cameras, there's no drones, there's nothing around you other than the regular hustle and bustle of the Denzians of this place. Uh, not only can you not shake the feeling that you're being watched, you get the feeling that you're being followed. And again, uh, looking around, nobody outwardly seems like... Nobody's staring at me. Right. I know this will probably make me look crazy, but I just kind of shout out, like, show yourself. Nothing happens. Uh, just boots, boots looking at me like Boots turns around. He's like, I'm right here. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were still inside. Try to play it off like I'm not insane. <laughs> I think this pipe is almost kicked. Okay. All right. So we're going to... Uh, we're going to head over to uh, good old Sergeant Forsyth's. Uh, that's a pretty far walk. Oh, no. I can get us there faster. You want to try this again? I guess I'll just point you in the direction. You think we can make it? I'm a pro. I saw that. We're doing it? Let's do it. Would you like to roll the wrath dice or do you want me to? I enjoy rolling. All right. Give me a wrath dice. Uh, on a six... We will land within reason right where we need to be. Uh, on a one, 
it's going to get real ugly. And everything in between, the closer we are to a six, the better we do. A six. No shit. Yes. So uh, Boots pulls his goggles over his eyes mm. with a big maniacal kind of like giggle. He takes his big muscular orc arm and uh, wraps it around your waist, hits the cogitator, and <laughs> off you go. Good. I'm glad he didn't grab me by my fucking neck this time. <laughs> a little more secure. Uh, you are a little perturbed. Uh, or not perturbed. Uh, a little, um, I guess, nervous. While in mid-flight, you just hear, And as you approach roughly what you think, with the wind blowing in your face and everything, what you think is roughly the location, you can't help but notice that you are rapidly approaching a building and you smash right through a window of this building and just come crashing against a like a like a like a drywall through the wall and slam into the cinder block exterior wall on the inside of this building and once again uh boots just falls into a heap as the jet pack is just kind of and after laying motionless for some time a little nervous with how tough he might be like maybe we don't want to fight him because he just keeps slamming into the objects right and then he kind of gets up ugh. right pulls his goggles up what flight school did you go to what I, you're just awfully talented with that that jetpack yeah you got us right here I mean you landed in the guy's living room probably a different building but a building close to where oh, good 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 all right the, the squabble and bums living inside are, you know, rightfully like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we, um, I will dust myself off. I would think after spending this amount of time on this fucking shithole sector, I must be quite ripe. Oh, yeah. You're a mess. Yeah. 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 All right. Good. Um, Which is why most people aren't even paying you any, you know, any attention. Because you, you now you definitely look like you belong here. Um, I'm one with the people. All right, so we uh, we'll make our way down, and then uh, meander over to the uh, humble abode of Sergeant Jackson Forsyth. All right. Uh, this data slate from Spitz. Are we still uh? Are we still just holding on to that, or are we going to try to crack this thing open at some point, or are we going to worry about all of that later? Yeah, I'm just holding on to it for now. Okay. Okay. Uh, so we're going to knock on uh, the sergeant's door. It's still daytime? The sun is dipping. Okay. So late afternoon, yeah. early evening. All right. Uh, yes, I'm going to knock on his door. All right, so... Uh, the door opens and you see this out of shape, very dejected looking man, no legs, on this motorized uh, chair. Uh, he opens the door and he looks up at you. Sergeant Forsyth. He nods. Good. Are you familiar with a tech priest named Cyrus? Uh, yeah, yeah, I am. Oop. 
okay? Yeah, you know, some drinks. Good, good. I see how he is, how he's just a probably an alcoholic now due to his war injuries. And I just kind of open up the door and make my way into his place. But hold, hold, hold on a second. You can't, just, you can't just come in here and stop. Hold on. This is urgent business on behalf of the Inquisitor. Okay, hold on. And he pulls out uh, an auto pistol. And like with a very wobbly hand. Like, oh, you can't. This is my house. Am I close to him? Yeah. I just try to like kind of knock it out of his hand. And it just falls to the ground. Uh, when it falls, you can see the bottom of the grip, and you see that there's no magazine in it. Oh, I like this guy. <laughs> what does he remind me of? Lieutenant Dan? No, well, I was thinking <laughs> Lieutenant Dan when he was, like, completely broken. <laughs> no, I checked that. There's, uh, anyway. Um, I say the Inquisition needs your help and a favor. You will be repaid handsomely. Oh, okay. What do you need? I need your vehicle. How do you know about that? I told you. Cyrus, the tech priest, sent us here. Uh, Sound like my base. All right. Uh, yeah. You know, I was in the 41st Detachment. I remember... We were in over by the ghoul stars, I think, and I just like the the Tau. We were they were they were with us, and I remember like the Flash. Just, this is a great story, by the way. Where are the keys? Came in, uh, I don't know. You know where the keys are to your vehicle. I don't know. It just, and he right, just well, in the middle of talking, he just kind of stops and just starts gazing up at like the corner of the room. Okay, I look to Boots. I say, look, without creating a gigantic mess, let, let's take a look for the keys. Let's actually see if there is a vehicle downstairs first. All right. Um, while you check the vehicle, I got the keys. Okay. All right, so I tell, uh, I say, Sergeant, come on, follow me. And I start working uh, my way. Leave him with me. Oh, okay. I, you know, the stairs and his chair, uh, you know, I don't want him to take a tumble. Yes, yes, yes. I ran out of lighter fluid. <laughs> no, 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 no. I meant oh, in, my, oh, oh. Uh, in my Zippo. So if people out there are listening and they hear. Very, very subpar. Yeah. As opposed to that, that's so much better. I mean, I could just do this. Yeah, you could. Theater of the mind. Oh, wait, huh? There you go. You just didn't know how to use it. My thumbs were broken. <laughs> that was a kick. Uh, are we going to go check on the car? Yeah, yeah I want to go check okay. on the car. Uh, so there's a land speeder down there. Oh. A little beat up, but it looks functional. Uh, give me an awareness test. Difficulty one. I pass. On the floor above you, uh, from the ceiling, I guess, you hear like a, like a tumble and a crash. Oh, no. I do the old... I, I go in the car and I pull down the visor and see if the keys are there. Nope. Not. Nah, can't be like the movies. No. Shit. Not this time. Uh, okay. Good try, though. Um, I just kind of holler up the stairs. Everything all right up there? Yep. Just found the keys. 
Oh, good, good, good. Land speeder's down here. All right, I'm coming. No need to come up here. And uh, if you stay there, uh, Boots appears. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to stay downstairs. Okay. This is plausible deniability. Yeah. And uh, he tosses you the keys. Shotgun. Yes. Yes, you could sit shotgun. Okay. Um, so whatever door keeps this vehicle inside, you know, we'll pop open the door. I'm not going to take the boots approach and drive through it. I'm going to open up the door and, and exit. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> we just lost three seconds. We'll never get that three seconds back. A maniac. Uh, and we're going to head toward... Yeah, we're going to go to wherever this uh, that beacon is. Yeah, or the it's like 10 train. kilometers north. Okay. Yeah, that's where we're going to head. As the city falls behind you, uh, and the, the moon begins to rise at the beginning of the night cycle. We have roughly uh, probably 40 hours left. Okay. <clears throat> uh, the city gives way to just miles and, uh, I'm sorry, kilometers and kilometers yes. of just sludgy wasteland. Uh, you see bizarre alien creatures that, even as a resident of this planet, you've never seen before. We are out in the closest thing to wilderness that this planet has to offer. And uh, after two hours, you find a couple of landmarks that uh, that were given to you as far as getting to this place. Uh, and you're following roughly what you think is the correct direction. And uh, by midnight cycle... You find yourself at this large, um, almost like circular-shaped building with a big satellite array on the top of it. Okay. I think it's time to make a phone call. Calling in a lifeline. Ooh. And we're back. I think it's been one week since you left me. Take a hand today to have to die. It's been the days about bad day. Chicken to try, not the Chinese chicken. You have drum stick in your brain, so it's kicking. You, you're like you're a real... You always have me when I feel sad. What did you even say? <laughs> How are those <laughs> lyrics? <laughs> try not to feel bad. I'm gonna get a left at a funeral. No, it's been one way in America, me. It's a song. I don't think those are the words. Yeah, they are. You sure? Look them up. How? I can't even understand what you're saying. Well, that's not my fault. That's a you. That's oh, a you problem. That's right. It's my ears. She's <laughs> fucking ears. She's ears. All right. Well, I have a feeling next week. <coughs> I think I think Bannon dies next week. Oh shit. What? Well, I'm just throwing it out there. I want to see if anybody actually listens to the back end. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. All right. Well, anyway, um, again, we have some tobacco that we want to give away. Nobody some... listens to the front end. That's a good point. Or the middle end. There's just no listening. Um, we've got some tobacco that we want to give away. A handwritten note by Brian. And yes. if you leave a five on the Apple, in addition to an email to DysonPipes at gmail.com, I will uh, I'll pick something out of my stash. I'll pick a, a little age 10. 
and not your mustache, your treasure, well, your treasure trove of. I don't have a mustache. That's true. I took a nice photo today. No mustache. I took a picture. Okay. Well, someone took a picture of me, and then I failed to apologize, and that just went straight downhill. Anyway, um, so we'll see you next week. Okay. We will see you next... Oh, we have to do uh, shit. Hold on. Yep, um, yep, yep. To... Uh, what do we even talk about Leggings. today? Skin-colored leggings. Two skin-colored leggings. I'm going to walk around with black dye and just throw it on people's legs. It, it's like the like P2P. <laughs> throwing the blood... <laughs> As long as you, I'm gonna walk around with fake blood and throw it on people who are wearing flesh-colored leggings. Uh, two uh, Smash Mouth. I don't know who that is. Why do I have a feeling that you sing the song better than them? Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, oh, to the double fumble. First time, right? First time, double fumble, toil trouble. What was that from? I think the witches from the D and D podcast. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's I want to uh, say that's Macbeth, from like right. Oh, maybe that's a Macbeth or Hercules, the Disney cartoon. No, 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 no. It's not Hercules. It might be Macbeth. Could be Dark Crystal. Oh shit! Yes. Or it could be Dark Shadows. Could be Dark Shadows. Or Tales from the Dark Side. Or Tales from the Crypt. There I, is a world much like ours, but much. Darker. Tales from the dark side. Remember Creep Show? Creep Show was good. I love when that blob ate all the kids that were fucking each other on the. Creep deck. Show was good. The Creep Show. We got to do like scary movie night. We should do that for our Halloween retro episode. Ooh, very scary good. Scary movies. Yes, yes, yes. All right. All right, dice and pipes. Bye, bitches. It's <laughs> <laughs>